teeny 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 <laughs> that we was finally nice. got here everything happens for a reason <laughs> And even if in that moment <laughs> you don't know you what go, the fucking hmm, reason don't is. Don't know what that reason is. <laughs> Unsure. Mm. Later in life, it might come back to you and go, ah, I get it. Do you know what? We just have to learn and carry on. Keep calm and carry, carry on. on. <laughs> I absolutely loved that. Like, yeah, me too. I, I had a mug. I was like, keep calm and drink tea. Keep calm and study. <laughs> I had the whole merchandise. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this week of Unsure with Teeny and Elsa. That was, I think, the deadest we have ever sound. I know. Oh, let's try that again. Okay. No, we actually... No, right. Let's, let's take start. a minute. Yeah, let's take a minute. We're absolutely fine. Yeah. We've just had a bit of a day. Let's just forget all those things for the next half, half an, an hour. hour and take this time for us. Absolutely. I think in this week, we're going to be talking about rejection step backs. How to deal with when you compare yourself to others, especially others that are doing, that are succeeding in something that you're interested in, in a field that you love, whether that is acting, performing, starting your own business, anything, absolutely anything. Someone winning team member of the month where you didn't get it like literally oh, that annoys me all the time <laughs> <laughs> i can't actually relate i'm a team member of the year <laughs> so you're speaking to the queen Fuck. herself i know the real i'm fucking jealous <laughs> and i need to stop comparing myself honestly the dundies could never <laughs> so elsa how did you deal with rejection when i won that award <laughs> Um, you know what? <laughs> I thought Which actually can I just say I when when I did receive it, I because this is a genuine thing, I really want team member of the year. Unreal. Like yeah, the that dumbest is amazing. thing. No, it's just so stupid. No, I love it. Oh, it's just the most stupid thing ever. But I really <laughs> like it just is. Like there are literally kids starving out there and I want team member of the year. Are you joking? <laughs> No, this is this is like this is gonna be a good end. <laughs> Don't let what you've just listened to in the beginning put you off. So this is what we're we are gonna talk about rejection today. For us both, it's something that, that we've probably experienced a lot of being um creatives trying to break into the industry. But also not even in that aspect as well, just rejection in so many different parts like of your life, you know, whether it's even like relationships and dating and whatnot or friendships and all the things. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was so loud. No. Oh, I keep screaming. No, I love it when you scream. I'm gonna be upset. Right. <laughs> Let me start again. <laughs> Rejection. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah. mm. I think we are being so silly and goofy right now <laughs> and we're really avoiding talking about rejection <laughs> because rejection really fucking sucks yeah i actually agree i actually really really does it's a hard topic to talk about it's a difficult thing to face and accept and i think 
with rejection, I think it's sometimes so much easier to not even focus on it sometimes, but just to kind of whatever, let's just bottle that one up. Let's just move on. Let's not think about yeah. that. Let's just carry on. Keep calm and carry on. <laughs> Keep calm, carry on. Our favorite. And I think actually sitting down and having to talk about how we deal with it, how we experience it in our everyday life, I think that's actually quite hard. And I think I think I definitely feel a little bit avoidant because it's quite hard. Your ego gets hurt of being yeah. like, shit, I actually didn't get what I wanted or what I wanted wasn't good enough or what sort of what I did maybe wasn't good enough. No, I... I'm honestly really the same. I just try and avoid like thinking about it a lot of the time. I think this is a topic where I would I would really love to be like, you know what? I do this, 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 and then it's all fine. Mm-hmm. Where in reality, it does get you down. You hype yourself up that certain things are going to happen, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get this job, and and then it, you don't. You maybe don't even hear from it. It's not even. Sometimes it's not even mm-hmm. a point blank rejection of nope sorry for me auditioning for acting jobs i'll send off self-tapes for anyone who doesn't isn't in the performing industry or know what that is it's auditions i'll get sent through and you just basically film yourself from home you get given some scenes or like little improvisations that you have to do and then you send it off it gets sent to the casting team and they decide whether they bring you in for an audition in person it kind of just makes the whole process quicker a lot of the time it's not no you didn't get the job it's you just you actually you don't hear anything which for me I think I used to find that a lot worse in a sense because then I was always just wondering and I thought oh maybe oh wait like maybe I'll hear maybe I'll hear maybe I'll hear and I I think I always try and be like oh but no news no news is good news like you never know but actually really you're just then you're just in this weird middle ground of like is it yes is it a no and then you just have to try and like forget about it. Yeah. Is that, would you say how you kind of continued to come back to it? Just kind of do it, send it off, forget about it. Next thing comes up, do it, send it off, forget about it. Yeah, I'm definitely right now in a place where I'm managing to, to do that. Because I'd say maybe like last year when I started doing more of these editions and stuff that I was really getting my hopes up for certain things and... I was really imagining my life like if I was to get that and then it's like a manifestation like yeah. fucking bites me in the ass because everyone keeps telling you just imagine you already have the job imagine you've already got it and then you're like okay I do have it it's my job it's mine it's mine it's mine I'm gonna get this person to cover my shifts because I'm gonna be away from this day to this day and then you're like right I can feel it I can feel it the energy is there it's mine and if it doesn't happen, you just get so heartbroken. Yeah, it's so upsetting. So yeah, that's where I feel like manifesting stuff like that can actually do the opposite. I know it's, everyone's different. And you know, maybe that does really work for some people. And then if you were to get it, you, you think, oh my God, it worked, it worked. Mm-hmm. Because I could really build up in my head. And I could see me doing it. And I think, well. I manifested that so much. I yeah. told everyone to manifest for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never got it. Yeah. Like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> I'm like, guys, you didn't manifest hard enough. <laughs> everyone should have manifested more. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it is a difficult one. But I have this year definitely gotten better. Uh, I'll get an addition through it. I'll do it. I'll send it off. And then I'll then not try and think about it i'll Mm. continue on as i was you know working away looking forward to things that maybe i've like planned in my life that i'm making happen yeah and knowing that i've got these things coming up like for example like a holiday or something like that oh that's nice um 
That's a that, really nice idea. You know, idea. that I can think, oh, actually, no, I've got this to look like, forward to. Ha- like, envision your life on, like, zoom out a little bit and and be like, okay, what well, besides of, like, this potential work opportunity, I've actually got X, Y, and Z to look forward to. Like, a cinema yeah. date, a little holiday, maybe, like, a little brunch with your pals. Yeah, like, like literally yeah. anything. It could be yeah. so small, but if it matters to you and it makes you happy, then it, yeah. it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Even if it was just some good old days off work, like, <laughs> oh, I've got this time off. I can sleep in. Great. Yeah. You know? But it has. it definitely hasn't always been that easy to do so. For me not being, like, from London and for moving here for trying to pursue a career, I used to always find it really difficult because I'd go back home and you tell people that you're an actor, performer, and they're like, oh, oh my God, well, what what you done? Oh, what well, you been in that? I know. And yeah. I used to always feel this like really big pressure and there even people questioning like, oh, why are you not doing that? Girly, I would love to be yeah. doing that. Yes. Uh, yes if it was yes. my way, then I'd be fucking in it all. Uh, yeah. It's like, why don't you manifest a little harder for me? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be in it. And then I'll maybe be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to always feel this really big added pressure to the point where I actually, I used to actually feel really embarrassed about meeting people and when they say, what do you do? And me saying, I'm an actor. Oh my God, I hate it when people ask, well, what do you do? You panic. Yeah, you, you do, you panic. Yeah. I feel quite a lot of pressure with that now, to be honest with you, with saying that, oh, like I'm actually a musician, like I'm a singer and people go, well, like amazing. Can I have, can I find you on Spotify? Are you gigging? Like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, well, currently I'm in the studio, like, I'm doing my EP and I'm having to constantly be like, you know, like, like it's a six track EP, like it's about 65% done. And, um, and everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. So you're not doing anything. And that's fair enough. People would judge your success more based on, I think the response of other people than actually judging the value of the product itself. So I think if people were to be like, for example, even that oh what are you in anything that I know people judge your value as an actress on the global success on on how like public it is and how many people have access to it rather than oh how much work are you putting in and it's like and that's I think such a defeating battle yeah similarly with music it's like okay yeah but I don't care that you've been trying to do this for like the last fucking seven years if you have zero monthly listeners, you're probably not that serious about it. Or you're probably not that good. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> that's so, that's such a hard pill to swallow. But it is Especially just how people when you perceive work so you. hard at it. Exactly. And I think the way that I've been trying to combat that, I've had a big, big thing last year. Maybe this is a conversation for another day. But I went through a really intense therapy. And something that we worked on and something that kind of came out of me was this like mantra. And it was this mantra that like I wish that I told my younger self, which was to have more loyalty to myself, to actually trust myself a bit more. And in like, and to just say that and to constantly repeat that to myself in times of doubt and in times of like judgment from others or in times of like lack of confidence from myself of being like, no, like I'm loyal to myself. I need to trust myself and I need to trust my process and not rush it because I'm not doing this to be praised by others. I'm doing this to be proud of myself and to do the things that I love doing. Yeah. And it's really hard when you see kind of people that have been on 
at one point of your life kind of in we were in sort of spinning in the same world being in the same school going to the same places and now they are now they're playing like arenas or this like you know they're kind of sort of quote-unquote further up the road yeah and i think sometimes that it's quite difficult <laughs> it's like fucking out loyalty to myself you're whatever bullshit <laughs> like how can they get to do that and me i'm still sort of here yeah and i think that is at times where you just have to go i believe in myself and everyone is actually on different paths on their lives and something for me that i find really useful so i'm really going on a tangent here <laughs> no i love it i love it i love it i love it but something that i find really useful is maybe useful and maybe a little bit toxic but i love seeing especially successful women that have succeeded at later points in their life because i think there is also another big big issue or something that constantly looms over us and it's age it's the idea of being a successful woman before 30 yeah it's like after 30 if you haven't made it whatever like there's this whole underlying unspoken looming thing that just i think sometimes can just get the best of us and i fucking know it gets the best of me yeah so like already you feel rejection from things not happening the way that you've thought they would but also the pressure of my age your age it's crazy isn't it the way the world is in terms of things like with age and everyone does think that you you need to have achieved all these things like throughout your 20s when really that's actually the time where you're just figuring things out when I like look back in my life and rejection I've had and things that I really wanted to achieve but I never quite got there I actually just think, oh, that was that was actually all meant to happen. I wouldn't actually be who I am now and have the mentality that I'd do if none of these things did happen. I couldn't agree and more. And from everything, I, I try my absolute hardest to take away from it, like, what I have learned from it, even if it is beating me down so much. And I'm at point of, I really just, I think I should give up. No this is what I'm going to take from this situation. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to learn from this experience. And I'm going to take that with me and move forward. Yeah. Just redirect. I love this. And actually, something that I have really, really tried to learn to do, and I actually think it comes quite naturally to me, when I see other people succeed in the spaces that I would love to succeed in myself, a few years ago, when it was coming from like quite a bitter place, I would feel really jealous. Yeah. I would have all of these feelings of anger of, oh, this is shit. What they're putting out is shit. I could do it better. And is this in terms of like people who you were even friends with? Yes. Oh my God, 100%. And like, so this is you then comparing, yes. comparing yourself to the people that are in the same sort of industry as you trying to make it as an artist. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this song getting a million streams? It's awful. I've literally could have made that myself and it would have been a million times better but the truth of the matter is that what was happening was that I was like a block to creative I actually had a book it's called The Artist's Way it's by Julia anyway it doesn't matter it's called The Artist's Way it's a phenomenal book if you yourself are creating something if you see yourself as a creative in whatever realm that may be it really cleared the gutter out of like past experiences past 
sort of past hang-ups that I had, stuff that people have said to me that I still didn't, that I didn't process, that I still felt. So when I was getting rejection, I wasn't experiencing rejection as like the 25-year-old that I am now. I was experiencing it as that really sad, angsty 14-year-old that never got her way. And when it was coming from a completely different place because that girl back then was still really hurting and she never got a chance to talk about it. So now when I see my friends succeeding, I just, I love it now. My priority now is just to make something that I'm proud of, to feel good and to trust it. And if no one else likes it, that that actually is not going to matter because I know that it has, it's true to me. Like the truth is there and it's mine. So when I see like people like do really well, I just, any feelings of like jealousy or whatever that may be, I just change the narrative completely go the opposite and I just give them love and support and I just think gosh they're doing amazing like I cannot wait to do that for myself let me give them a genuine congratulations because I don't know their journey either I don't know how much they could have struggled too I think it's just really good on focusing on yourself and your happiness just to really not compare yourself to other people like you're your own person can i tell you something i just rewatched miss americana on netflix is a taylor swift documentary and i think near the end she reads a phrase that she has written in her diary maybe when she was like 15 16 maybe a bit older but when things started to happen for her she was like oh, i don't know if i can handle it what if i can't handle this fame what if I can't handle this success? And she replied to herself being like, you can you can do this. You can handle whatever comes your way. You're strong enough. You're capable enough. Just trust it. Take that leap of faith and just go for it. Yeah. And I was, I just listened to that and I was like, you can handle it. Whatever comes your way, you can handle it. Just have that faith in it. It was hard for me last year. I quit music like four times. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm not handling it. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when we first met and when we first started working together, you had been in the studio. You would always talk about going to the studio. And then that just stopped. Mm-hmm. And there was this period where... Crickets. You just were no longer, no, no. longer going. No. We didn't really talk about it though that much, did we? No. It wasn't something that really you were doing I, at all. I know. And to be honest, I couldn't even talk about it. I felt so much shame and embarrassment because from such a young age, I identified myself as a, I am, I am a singer. I am an artist. I am a musician. I would be successful like this, like this is what's going to happen. This is the truth. This is what's happening. And then I kind of thought I was in the perfect situation. I thought this is going to be my breakthrough guys. The stars are aligning. Everything's going to be perfect. And then it could not have gotten worse like it actually could have not gone worse it was so bad the way that things have ended in that specific chapter in my life and it really meant that me keeping myself safe and me keeping myself sane and protected meant I had to walk away from kind of my dream my everything that I ever wanted I had to walk away from it because I, I couldn't be there and that just took me on a whole spiral I was definitely not a nice person last year. I don't think I was. I think on the surface, I was I thought you were a nice person. Oh, thank you. But I think deep inside, I was really, really, really struggling with heaps of quite nasty emotions. But I noticed that in myself and I just thought, 
I don't want to be stuck here. I want to do something about it. I want to change this. And I read all these self-help books. I was seeking answers left, right and center. And I know I keep saying it, but I was like, none of this is helping me. I can't seem to help myself. Let me get a professional to help me. Yeah. I know what not doing therapy is getting me. Let's see what it can open up for me. And it fucking worked. <laughs> I actually hate to say it. Here but I am now. She's in the studio guys, I all am the, the time. Like <laughs> yeah. You literally have your spark back for the dream that you have. But I really had to, because I wanted it so, so, so bad before that it actually just destroyed me. Yeah. Like it really, really destroyed me. And I think what I wanted was that success that I knew that other people would validate. And I actually had to lose it all and just build from nothing. And now I'm just like, I do what I like. I just really tuned into my own intuition. And that's all I'm focusing on. Okay, so I have a question. Go on. Have you ever thought about giving up on acting? Yes. <laughs> Love how I didn't even hesitate. Oh. Uh, yes. I went through a really weird period of my life. I came down to London like such a keen bean and was like, I'm ready for the world. And I really, really worked hard and I went to so many auditions. I used to go and stand in queues that were like, 300 people and I waited all day I mean I'm from 8 a.m till 6 p.m and then till I literally got seen to sing 16 bars of a song for anyone that doesn't know music that is legit like five words (laughs) 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 to then be told thanks that's all for today and then I'd run to work in the evening there'd be times where I'll never forget this one time it's actually really funny because me and my bestie yeah he's gonna love that i tell this story so it doesn't even matter that i name drop him so me and aiden were at this audition right it was for a cruise ship i had my heart set on this is what i, w- I wanted to do that leaving college and we went to this audition and we went into a singing call first and so we went in like one at a time you brought your songs blah 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 and i just felt like it went so well and Aiden was outside and there was people with him being like, oh, she sounds amazing, blah, blah, blah. Wow. And then so he was telling me all this and vice versa, like after when he went in. And we are like so close, like we don't bullshit to each other. Like we wouldn't be like, everyone was saying you're amazing. Like if that wasn't the case. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So we both were like, oh my God. Oh, wow. We're really fucking nailing it. <laughs> and we got recalled. We were in this dance call and we just felt like, <laughs> we just felt like the best people <laughs> in that room we left and we like hyped each other up to the max i was like you were unreal and he was like so are you we've <laughs> absolutely got this everyone else nah nah there is no way like we were amazing uh-huh. we were actually the best and then we thought that's it we've got these jobs like we definitely have them and then it ended up being like a couple weeks later maybe and I was then like, why the fuck have I not heard anything? Like, oh my God, why have I not heard anything? I realized like weeks later, I had an email in my junk being like, sorry, not this time. And I was like, oh, I thought I was amazing. <laughs> We've actually thought, we were like, this is it. We've got these jobs. So that was like my first year of auditioning down in London. And then a couple of bits maybe came up like here and there. Then I had been with my agent that I'd signed with at college. I had been with them for like a year and I, I kind of got to a point where I thought, 
I want to leave and try and find another agent. And that's a very normal thing, like, in yeah. the industry. You know, they always say, like, when you graduate college with one specific agent, it might not work for you. Like, it's a very two-way thing. Like, you work with them. And sometimes it doesn't always work out. And people then apply to go for other agencies. Yeah. But I just didn't know how to go about thinking, oh, I do feel like I need to leave. Like, what am I going to do? Anyways, that job was made easy for me when they rang me and dropped me <gasps> and said, it's just not working out. Oh, my God. And I thought, oh, fuck. Okay, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, my God, I thought I was hoping it was me that was going to end the breakup. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So I was a bit, I was really defeated by that. And I've, I actually feel so fine talking about it now, but yeah. for a while I used to think, yeah, yeah, like I was going to leave them anyway, so it was totally fine. I got dropped. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. it out loud. Yeah. And I feel okay that I, yeah. I was dropped by the agency. Yeah. But this is all part of my story. It's just added to the plot. I love it. It's added to the plot. I'm I like, yep, this. they didn't want me. That was it. They, they were like, I don't know where to place you. This, that, and the next thing. So it, it was really difficult accepting that. And, and especially because I was working full-time front of house in the theatre at the time. So I was around other actors that were working front of house with me, but people were coming and going. People were coming for a few months and getting amazing jobs and leaving. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so great for them. I'm still here. I actually look at that time though, and I'm like, no, I'm, I don't need to be embarrassed by that. And I still have this job now working in the theatre. And I always laugh about it to all the other staff that are there now. And I go, yeah, I've been here for like five years. And I'm like, that's so fine yeah i'm not embarrassed about it of course you shouldn't be this is just part of part of my life and i just had to figure it all out and try and look at it in a positive a more positive way yeah i was like right how did i pick myself back up yeah how how did you pick yourself back up not straight away because i actually and (laughs) so then this was then going into 2019 and i was like this is it this is my year oh my god mm-hmm. i'm gonna try and stay positive i'm gonna keep emailing people and also using the sources i have around me like i literally work alongside other actors like yeah let's chat about stuff because i think i used to avoid talking about things as well because i thought well oh i've never really like done it so yeah can i be part of these conversations absolutely i can yeah of course um but then that year i ended up having a bit of a a bit of a write-off actually of a year because I did end up taking really unwell. Had a load of issues with my appendix. Oh yeah, you had it one so, of the health issues. Yeah, that'll take. That's a long story. Yeah. So that is that is for the health and well-being episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's even gonna be an episode, <laughs> but uh, that is a it's a really long story. But yeah. I basically was I spent from March to the November. In and hospital. out of hospital. Yeah. I was signed off work for weeks. I was on medication for weeks. So I was like, you know what? We take this year as a step back. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And then it got to 2020 and I was like, <laughs> this is gonna be my year. <laughs> and it was fucking COVID. Are you joking? Are you joking? And you know what the funny thing is, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> March 2019 was when I took on well and I went, oh, my appendix. <laughs> <laughs> and it was March 2020 that the world shut down. Uh-huh. March was a really unlucky time for me. <laughs> and I thought, what is this? Yeah. One thing after another. Well, ironically, March was when we initially came up with the podcast. I know. Things do go up. Things I do thought, go up. I thought, I'm not going to just associate March that month with, with the bad times. Yeah. 
And also, I try and look back now and I think, okay, I'm actually really thankful that I was working full-time in a job. Maybe it was not a job that I, I wanted to be doing. Yeah. But I had been in that job long enough that that allowed me to have sick pay for the weeks that I was off. Yeah. If I had been in any other self-employment job or had not been working, mm-hmm. I would not have even been able to pay my rent. Yeah, yeah. That was a moment for me of yeah. everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. I was meant to be still employed full-time in that job. Yeah. I was supported so much by my work. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I was allowed to come back gradually, like, to just get me back to work. And I was allowed to just take a bit of time. Yeah. To look after myself. And I know that sounds really mad, but I think at the end of the day, you really do. And it sounds so cheesy. But at the end of the day, I think you do actually realize that the most important things in life are genuinely your health and your support. I always think that as cheesy and as like fucking cringy as it sounds, you you just have to trust the world, the universe, God, whatever you believe in yourself. You just have to trust and have just good people around you and have yeah. support because at the end of the day, the closest relationships to you and being supported with love and with care is so much more valuable than being verified on Instagram or having 100%. or having a million streams on a song. You know, if you can have all of these things, but you have no one to talk to or no one to come and visit you at hospital when you're actually ill, is it all worth it? Yeah. You have to ask yourself. One thing my mum has always, always said to me, she says, what's for you won't go by you. Absolutely. And I always, always think of that. And I think, you know what? I didn't get that. That wasn't for me. Yeah. Someone else got that. You know what? My friend got that. Yeah. And I'm so fucking happy for them. Yeah. That's amazing because that was for them. Yeah. That was their one to grab, not mine. Absolutely. Because there was something else for me. Absolutely. Because if you work hard enough at it and you are so passionate about it, it's 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 gonna come take the leap of faith trust the path that you are on and know that you have the right answers within yourself yeah to help yourself and just lean into yourself and know exactly that whatever is supposed to be for you will not pass you by and just have fun everything is can be so serious nowadays especially in terms of like success not success am i doing enough am i not doing enough have fun enjoy your life and just take away from any situation that you've experienced rejection try and at least take away one thing from it that you've learned and what you can take forward with you leave the negativity of it behind that is gone it's not serving you no not at all but doesn't kill you makes you stronger and a little taller and we don't need to stand taller we're like (laughs) six foot (laughs) but guys thank you so much for another episode of Unsure with Teeny and Elsa. This is to you guys. Let's do a cheers. Let's do a cheers. <laughs> oh, we love it. Don't it? No, we like to drink with Elsa. Oh Elsa okay, go it. on then. <laughs> so on that note, we love you. We love you all and we hope that you've enjoyed this episode today as we said before please do reach out to us at unsure the pod on instagram we really hope that you tune in next week we'll be back same time always on monday we are here to get rid of those monday blues (laughs) and we hope you have the best week and thank you thank you thank you thank you so much we really appreciate you all big love big love bye bye